Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. This week, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis will reveal the globalist scheme for a one-world government. Prophecy in the News founder J.R. Church will look at the mysterious Book of Enoch, and historian Bill Federer will share the amazing story of Booker T. Washington. We also have headlines from the End Times, Marginal Mysteries with Micah Van Huss, and Greg Patton will be living in today's world. All of these outstanding programs are here to inform and encourage your faith. Watchman on the Wall is able to bring this unique variety of programming because of your financial support and continued prayers. To learn how you can be part of sharing this important information, visit supportswrc.com. That's supportswrc.com. Time to join our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, as he welcomes today's guest, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. All too many Christians in America have been sound asleep, and many pulpits have followed a policy of non-engagement. We'll just preach the Bible and leave the politics to the politicians. Well, friends, that's not a good idea. All too many Christians have been carnal and self-satisfied. Too many have taken for granted the wonderful liberties we have, and now we're about to lose it all. Our guest for this show and the next is Lieutenant Colonel Robert L. McGinnis, U.S. Army retired. We'll, we'll call him Bob, and he'll call me Larry. But Bob McGinnis is internationally known as a security and foreign affairs expert. On our show, we're offering his latest book, Divided We Stand, The Globalist Scheme for a One-World Government. Bob, thank you so much for being on our show. Oh, Larry, it's my pleasure to be with you today. Thanks for having me. Every time you come out with a new book, I, I get it and get you on the show. They're, they're tremendous. I, I really, really appreciate what you're doing. Right on top of things, biblical, prophetic, and so on. So my first question is basic, but necessary. Why did you write Divided We Stand? Well, Larry, I think America, our country is at a tipping point, and our survival as a nation actually is at risk. You know, we've seen a lot happen over the last year, certainly. And I think a lot of Americans are very anxious about what they're seeing. And especially with regard to the rank division across uh, the country, uh, not just political, uh, but it, it really cuts in half many of our cities and, and just people from all walks of life. Now, I'm especially concerned about the civil liberties. You, know, you go back to the Bill of Rights, those initial Ten Amendments that we had, that guaranteed us freedom of speech and freedom of faith and, and so forth. Well, I think those are very much under the knife of the left. And right. so uh, these are issues of grave concern to me, and that's why I wrote this book. They're concerned with all of us. In fact, you know, when I look at the World Economic Forum, they say something like, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to work out that way at all. So, but very good. Say, um... How about give us the outline of Divided We Stand? What do you, what do you cover? And um, you cover so much. And I want to let our listeners know uh, the information, the research that you've done. So just tell us about the outline. Yeah, we, we have five sections, 17 chapters. The first section, you know, I, I kind of set the stage. Not you, know, you have to define what division is all about. But then you have to really show that, you know, those that are, being very divisive, the humans that are being divisive in our society today 
are very powerful people in many cases. Right. Now, you know, you have to understand in the context that I believe that Satan uses in division and uses his proxies, those powerful people in many cases, uh, to do his bidding. And so we deal in the first section with those issues. Now, the second section, I look at the, the use of division, you know, one, internationally, through wars and other crises. I look at it here in the United States and what we've suffered through some of the darkest moments. Certainly the Civil War was a very divisive period. We've been in other wars. We've also had many challenges. Women's suffrage movement, certainly the post-antebellum period in which uh, you have Jim Crow laws and the Ku Klux Klan. I deal with a lot of those. But finally, in that section, I deal with biblically what role has division played. You know, you go to Genesis 3, and of course everybody knows that Adam and Eve is in the garden, and who comes into the garden to tempt them but Satan. And what does he do? He seeks to divide them from God. And so they're chased out of the garden. So, you know, biblically, there is a long track record on what this is all about. Now, I also, and I, I failed to mention that uh, first section I deal with Satan's use of division as an instrument to, you know, really take mankind captive. So I go into details there. Now, the third section, we look at the critical institutions of that really make America what we are today. And I'm talking about family, politics, religion, education, the workplace, you know, our culture in general, and specifically I, I focus on the media, and then of course our government. You know, how has division really, by in the hands of our elite, has really reshaped the America that many of us long ago recall. Right. Uh, it's, it's really changed. And then section four, uh, I deal with what do we do about it? What are the strategies all the way from the individual and the family up to the national level? Now that's an initially in a secular perspective, but then in the next section I deal with what should Christians do yes. about the division that is tearing our country apart? And I, I outline, you know, certainly biblical principles, but then also suggest from what the Scripture says about how the vision is going to play a critical role in the prophetic end time. So, you know, that's kind of an overview of the book, Larry. You are very exhaustive, <laughs> to say the least. You do a tremendous job on that, and... Uh... I think, you know, for people who are not too sure what's exactly going on, what's the danger and so forth, this is the book for them. In fact, I noticed repeatedly in your book, you know, Charles Schwab has delusions of grandeur. He says, the future is not just happening. The future is built by us, such as you in this room. I mean, this guy, wow, <laughs> he's really dangerous to say the least. He, he, he is so, he's dangerous. Anyhow. Bob, you indicate the reader needs to understand two things before launching into Divided We Stand. What are those things? Well, they, they need to appreciate how division is operationalized, how it's used by, by Satan, by his army of demons, but by those human beings, the elite that are taken captive, whether it's the 
Schwab's or the Soros's or, you know, the president of the United States and how they really use that for their own instrumentation. And then secondly, you know, I'm unapologetic about the fact that our true enemy is Satan and his army of demons and how they actually go in and recruit these human proxies, much like when Satan there in the New Testament and Matthew tries to recruit Christ. He says, you bow down to me, and I'll give you this world that I'm showing you about. And, you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of people that have been taken captive by that particular um, mechanism. And so if you accept the fact that we are in a spiritual war and you accept the fact that there are people out there that are using division for their own purposes and, of course, serving Satan's ends, uh, then you're well aware of how I'm going to go through the subsequent 17 chapters of this book. Well, friends, our guest is Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. We are offering his latest book, Divided We Stand, The Globalist Scheme for a One-World Government. Our country is inflicted with a deadly polarization in seven critical institutions, family, politics, religion, education, the workplace, the media, and government. You'll want to know what is happening behind the scenes and covered up by the mainstream media. As for the book, Divided We Stand, our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144. Bob, define division as used in your book. What, what are you talking about? Well, it's certainly not what the, our young grandchildren, in my case, their children learn in their school to break down a number into its equal parts. You know, it's about separating, marking off. You know, and when you operationalize it, it's, it's really like the old Latin term, divide et impera, which is divide and conquer. And so politically, as a principle, it empowers the user to divide ultimately to control their target. And so, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people uh, don't either have the wherewithal or the understanding that this division is on purpose and they're trying to bring control. And we, we hear about that all the time in the United States, but it, it's something, you know, from the time of Genesis to the present time, we've seen people that have used their power, their influence, their status to control others, and they've used the mechanism of division to accomplish that. Yeah, control and division is, is really key. In fact, I was reading today that Jill Biden's ex-husband, Bill Stevenson, he talks about his divorce and says the Biden family bullied him in the same way they're bullying Donald Trump. And then he talks about Frankie Biden comes up to me and said, give her the house or you are going to have serious problems. Yep, he sure did. The, you know, so these people make the mafia look like Easter bunnies. I mean, they are bullies. Tell us that. Why are Americans so divided? Well, for that very reason, the, we're in this spiritual reality. In other words, you're either going to be with Christ or you're not. And unfortunately, much of the, the ideology behind what's going on today, of course, is arguably very Marxist, very socialistic. And they're, they're embracing ideas that are just contrary to what we call the, the science of ontology. In other words, there, there's a nature of being. There's a science of being. You know, it, it, men 
can become women, they argue. Well, they question that, you know, there's a reality called God. They question uh, all sorts of things that for most of us that have grown up in a Christian biblical thinking mode, we understand that young boys become men, young girls become women, and yet they want to say, following old Friedrich Hegel, who is the father of modern progressivism that goes back to the 18th century Germany, which influenced Marx, and Marx influenced a lot of people in this country. So the old progressive idea that we're all changing, we're all becoming better, and and God's becoming better, in fact, in their point of view. And so what we need to do is to embrace that idea. Of course, that's absolutely contrary and crazy from biblical point of view, but that's what they're arguing, and they're really stirring the pot, and they're making life certainly very difficult, and they use division to accomplish their end. Well, they're they're pretty successful, I think, but thank God for people like you, Southwest Radio Church, and others were, were standing up, and I think people are listening, so uh, I'm, I'm encouraged, but we have to be on our, our guard. So, did our founders structure our government to try and avoid or overcome the issues often associated with division? Well, they did. You know, they gave us, of course, as I mentioned earlier, Larry, they gave us the Bill of Rights, the the key liberties that really uh, guarantee that we're going to be able to express our views. And for most of us, you know, that was a Christian view, especially from our early founding. Uh, it's interesting what John Adams, who was our second president and one of our founders, said. He said, there is nothing I dread so much as division of the republic into two great parties, each arranged under its leader and concerting measures in opposition to each other. So he said political division was pretty bad. In fact, uh, Larry, you know, prior to the American Civil War you know, in the 1850s, American polarization was probably the worst it was ever, and it was about the whole issue of slavery. You know, one author characterized the polarization as it was Armageddon with brass bands. And then, you know, I I think about terrible things that happened in Washington, and I've been in and out of here for over 50 years. But back, interestingly, in 1858, it was... The tempo of the country was, especially on the issue of slavery, was building rapidly. And there was a U.S. Senator, Charles Sumner, who made a speech, and the speech is entitled The Crime Against Kansas. And this was all about whether or not the new territory in Kansas, Nebraska, and so forth, uh, so forth were going to be allowed to become slave states or slave regions. And so this guy made this speech. And at the same time, he called out a South Carolina senator by the name of Butler, and he said he is the mistress, embrace the mistress of slavery. He polluted the sight of the world. I mean, he was very, very demeaning, but rightly so, because he was embracing slavery. So what happened? Well, the young nephew of Butler, who was the southern senator, uh, came in and basically in the Senate chambers, beat almost to death 
the U.S. Senator Charles Sumner who was making that speech. Now, that was how contentious things were at that time. And, of course, you know, over the next couple of uh, years, you had the speech by Abraham Lincoln. You had speeches by others. You know, then we had, the, of course, the 1860 presidential uh, election. And what happened? You only had two candidates in the North and two candidates in the South. and Lincoln was not on the southern ballot, and those in the south were not on the northern ballot. So we had, because of slavery, we had become so polarized. So yeah. that history is, is very rich, and it's something we can learn from. But unfortunately, uh, I think in today's world, where we're becoming just as polarized, there are you know, flashing red lights here that we need to be very cautious about. I agree. Well, what about the founder, James Madison? He had a proposal to overcome division. He did, in, in, indeed. And there were a number of things that... Initially, he was a rabble-rouser himself. And he, he said things in his early age that uh, yeah, really put a fire under some of his opposition. But thanks to his dear wife he was able actually uh, to make some recommendations. You know, he invited his opposition you know, into the White House when he was the president. He did not denigrate people when he had a, a personal issue with them. Uh, he, so he learned rhetoric in a way that we don't promote today. Mo much of our political back and forth is very incendiary, and we yes. often attack the people. So he outlined a number of things I think are very important, and I go into great detail in the book on you know, how he did it as well as how others have done it. Well, I think one of the, the big issues that uh, really concerns me is censorship. In fact, uh, I'm reading here something that came through uh, on the Internet. It said, internal Facebook emails reveal White House pressured social media platform to censor COVID misinformation. And, and when that happens, you know, we, we need the touch of Madison. We need to be a little diplomatic. We need to understand that people are people. And you can't, you can't say, well, we can't air this. Oh, we don't want them to, you know, that's not American. That's what's been so good about America. You know, we, we have the pros, the cons. People make up their own minds. But these people, they, they have risen to uh, a, a position of deity. They know what's right, and only their view is going to be expounded. If you have another view, you're a criminal. It's just like today. We have all the nonsense about misgendering. If you misgender some, somebody, you could lose your job. You could be kicked off the, off the air or whatever. So we, uh, we have gone so far in the wrong way. But uh, praise the Lord, we have uh, people like you who are just expounding and exposing this thing. And Southwest Radio Church continues for 90 years. You know, Bob, we've been around for 90 years heralding the uh, imminent return of Jesus, and uh, we praise the Lord for that. And I'm thinking how there are, is so much confusion today. You know, Mr. Biden made the comment that our withdrawal from Afghanistan was a success. No, it was a failure. We tarnished our image and left millions of dollars of military equipment. We armed the enemy. And that is certainly not what I call a success. Well, thank you, Bob, for this uh, first show. We're out of time. We appreciate you sharing all this information. 
Well, thank you, Larry. Friends, Lieutenant Colonel Bob McGinnis will be back with us on our next show. Be sure to tune in. The book is titled Divided We Stand. I want to really emphasize the fact that what's coming up on the radar, what we see on the horizon, this is really dangerous stuff. Our country is in great peril. They want to digitalize money. And, and guess what that means? That, that's, they'll spy on you. They'll spy on, on me. Every penny you, you spend, they'll know all about it. Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis will have more insight on the globalist scheme for a one-world government coming up on our next program. Divided We Stand is the brand new book by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. Order your copy today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. The ideological left is transforming America into something our founders never intended. It means identity consciousness reigns as we become polarized by calls for diversity, equity, and inclusion. The intimidated business world echoes that radical view. Most media, the corrupted education establishment, and especially the deep state big government. Behind the veil of massive corruption, polarization is tearing at our foundation, at the hands of the big egos of the rich and powerful, especially their evil agent, Satan. In Divided We Stand, Bob McGinnis reveals this insidious agenda and explores where it intends to take America and accelerates steps to the prophetic end times. Order your copy of Divided We Stand by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Now, let's turn our attention to living in today's world with author and teacher, Greg Pat. Reality check today. How long are you going to live? The Bible says in Hebrews 9.27, it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this the judgment. Are you ready, my friend? Jim says, my parents were married 55 years, and one morning my mom was going downstairs to make dad breakfast as usual. She had a heart attack and fell. My father picked her up as best he could and almost dragged her into the truck. At full speed, without respecting any traffic lights, he drove her to the hospital. When he arrived, unfortunately, Mom was no longer with us. During the funeral, my dad did not speak. His gaze was lost, and he hardly cried. That night, his children joined him. In an atmosphere of pain and nostalgia, we remembered beautiful antidotes, and he asked my brother, a theologian, to tell him where mom would be at that moment. My brother began to talk about life after death and guesses as to how and where she would be. My father listened very carefully and suddenly asked us to take him to the cemetery. Dad, we replied, it's 11 o'clock at night. We can't go to the cemetery now. He raised his voice a bit, and without a glazed look, he said, Do not argue with me. Please don't argue with a man who lost his wife of 55 years. I want to go to the cemetery now. There was a moment of respectful silence in our group. We didn't argue anymore. We went to the cemetery. We uh, asked the night watchman there for permission to enter. With a flashlight, we uh, reached the tomb. My dad prayed, and 
and then told us kids who watched the scene and were being moved, it was 55 years ago, you know. No one can talk about true love if they have no idea what it's like to share life with a woman. He paused and wiped his face. She and I, we were together in that crisis. I changed jobs, he continued. We packed up when we sold the house and moved out of town. We shared the joy of seeing our children finish their careers. We mourned the departure of loved ones side by side. We prayed together in the waiting room of some hospitals. We support each other in pain. We hug each Christmas, and we forgive our mistakes. Children, now it's all gone, and I'm happy. Do you know why I'm happy? Because Mom left before I did. She did not have to go through this agony and pain of burying me, of being left alone after my departure. I will be the one to go through that, and I thank God for the privilege. I love this woman so much that I wouldn't have liked to see her suffer. When my father finished speaking, my brothers and I had tears streaming down our faces. We hugged Dad, and he comforted us. It's okay now. We can go home. It's been a good day. You know, that night I understood what true love is. It's far from romanticism. It does not have much to do with eroticism or with sex. Rather, it's linked to work, to compliment, to care, and above all else, to the true love that two really committed people profess. With that, you can have peace in your heart. You know, I think you have to be older to really appreciate this brief message. Mrs. Patton and I have been married 56 years. We dated seven years before that. 63 years together. I go back to 2012 when Sharon had a serious pancreatic problem and we nearly lost her more than once all those days in the intensive care unit. I remember her saying that she wanted to go home. I prayed about that. didn't seem like the right time. And I told her that patents never really give up and somehow we were going to see our way through this. After a trip from Fort Wayne to Indianapolis to the highly rated Indiana University pancreatic team, my wife walked out of the hospital so many weeks later. And here we are. What does tomorrow hold? You never know. I can say that I thank God that I am saved today and that I've had all these fantastic years with my Sharon. Divided We Stand by Robert McGinnis is today's featured resource, and it's a book that you need. Behind the veil of massive corruption, polarization is tearing at our foundation, at the hands of the big egos of the rich and powerful, and especially their evil agent, Satan. In Divided We Stand, Bob McGinnis reveals this insidious agenda and explores where it intends to take America and accelerate steps to the prophetic end times. Order Divided We Stand by calling one 800 652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order on our website, swrc.com. Tomorrow, Robert McGinnis will continue revealing the globalist scheme for a one-world government. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. 
Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.